0: for the world's greatest Arsenal podcast. Welcome to another podcast by Guns and Yellow Ribbons. Enjoy the show. Hello,
1: welcome to another episode of Guns and Yellow Ribbons. I'm Fergus, I'm your host. Today I'm joined by old man Trev and Dan Mountley from the Gunner Fanzine. We're going to look back at that fantastic victory that got us into the semi-finals of the uh, Europa League. And more importantly, we're going to look at the Fulham game, which kicks off at half one today. Uh, And the Gunner debate, we've got lots and lots to talk about. Uh, Do please, if you like us, uh, click on the subscribe button. Guys, how are you doing? Dan, welcome to the show, mate. Thanks very much.
2: Thanks very much. Good to be here.
1: Two days, two times running. You're almost know, becoming a regular at this rate. Right? <laughs> we'll see about that. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't invoice me for a fee, whatever you do, because you know what's happening. <laughs>
2: My agent will be on the phone, Fergus, don't you are. They can't afford
0: both
2: of us, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go our own way, Trev. We'll do our own podcast. We don't need them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, to be honest, mate, I, I'm glad what you're wrong with because it, it's. Uh, Gives, we have two sensible people and Fergus on, so gives us the upper hand, mate. To be honest, so um, <laughs> I'm quite pleased when you come on, Dan. Morning, Fergus, or afternoon? I was- now, Fergus, how you doing, my friend?
1: I was going to ask how you're doing, but I can see you're in one of those funny moods again, aren't you? So you're just going to give me a hard time for the next hour. Listen, we've got a few things that I want to talk about, uh, including the football. uh, But one of the first things I want to do is I want to give a big shout out to our guy, Big Steve, who uh, is working on not being so Big Steve. He's had um, an operation for a a gastric bypass, if I could say it properly. Um, And he's also got a new podcast, which he's going to do and talk all about that, um, which is Big Steve's... Rantcast, I believe. I will put it in the comments so you can see that. Um, Obviously City, the quadruple is off for them, so that's very, very good. Um, And listen, this weekend... Sport in general is seems to be getting back to some normality. Uh, you've got the Crucible with the snooker. They've got some fans in there. We've got the FA Cup semi-final today with 4,000 fans in it. Hopefully, we'll have 10,000 fans at the Emirates for the last game of the season against Brighton. And even on the 2nd of May in Liverpool, there's going to be a a, a music event uh, with 2,000 fans. But more importantly, no social distancing. Um I know that might frighten some people, but it's just a sign of something getting back to normal. Dan, how does that make you feel, the thought of getting back into the Emirates and maybe maybe even the thought of uh, seeing something...
0: You die, we are the
1: Dan, how would that make you feel? <laughs> Frightened? Well, <laughs> seeing,
2: that, seeing that ugly mug, I'm not so sure, Fergus, but... Uh... But yeah, no, I can't. I can't wait. I think I think we're we're all very excited for it, and hopefully things just uh, keep going as they're going. Because we seem like we're moving in the right direction with it all. Trev, are you looking forward to it?
0: Yeah, absolutely. i Of course, I am. We want to go to games. Done. We? we want the atmosphere again. We want to. We want to enjoy being with our pals and and enjoying the day. And 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 it's we've been we've been like this for too long now. Too long, Fergus, and we need to be back in those grounds. It's gonna be weird in, in Wembley today, has it? Four thousand in that big stadium. Um so it'll yes. be interesting to watch. But yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited about getting back and watching our players. And let's hope we can get let's hope we can get a ticket for um for the Brighton game, eh? hopefully we'll be uh, one of all, the lucky all
1: ones my, all my feelers are out all my fingers and toes and hairs and everything else across for us trev so um yeah hopefully if if not i'm sure we'll find a way of meeting up somewhere um and having a libation or 25
0: yeah that'll have to be done to be honest have to be done Fergus. i agree <laughs> mate yeah <laughs>
1: And, and and you know what? Uh, I just cancelled my hotel in Sla- in um, Gdansk, but we could. With the road to Gdansk is that one or two steps closer. We beat Slavia Prague at the weekend, or uh, uh, sorry, midweek. Um, I watched the first half on my uh, phone. From, uh, 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 Slavia Prague. Uh, yeah, I, I watched the first half on my phone uh, from the local pub. Um, but you know, I, I thought that the performance was outstanding. Um, ESR, uh, I thought, was really really harsh on uh, the offside goal. But what annoyed me more about that was the actual time that it took uh, for the the, the the VAR referee. All the celebration was over. Everything was on. It was almost like a, a, a getting back to a kickoff again. And then they went to the um, uh, the earpiece. Dan, what did you make of that offside goal and the general performance of Arsenal against Slavia?
2: Um, well, for the for the offside guy, I was screaming at the TV, please show me a replay. I don't, I don't know why we didn't get a replay during, the you know, they were actually looking at it, but it doesn't matter because, as you say, it was an excellent performance. I mean, I think I predicted a 1-0 win with a late goal and I, I couldn't have been more wrong, thankfully. Um, yeah, just just absolutely mm. random ragged, didn't we, in attack. The, the four of them, Pepe, ESR, uh, Lacazette and I'm trying to remember who the last one was. I've gone blank. Please help. Uh, whoever well, it was, close, didn't Saka, well, yeah, was of course, there. yeah, Saka, of course, Saka, of course. The the four of them were, were excellent. I mean, they just Prague didn't know how to handle them, did they? They were just all over the place. But yeah, excellent. And now, uh, now we have the the grudge match against Unai Villa Villarreal to look forward to. Um,
1: yeah, Trev, uh, Slavia Prague, did they, they, they look like they 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 gave up? Especially at half time, they're three 0 down at half time. Um, they took, uh, I think that they made two or three substitutions at half time. And they seem to be keeping an eye on the Spartak uh, game coming up for them, which is more like a Derby game. Well, it's obviously a Derby game, but uh, more, it seemed more important than trying to even come back at
0: us. Yeah, no, I don't think they did give up, Fergus. By the way, just before we move on, mate, I must add to what you said about Big Steve. Stick with it, pal. We're all behind you, Big Stevie boy. And uh, get yourself sorted out, mate. All the best. No, I don't think they did relax, mate. And I was also, I was also quite a bit surprised that, a few Arsenal fans that I know, and a few knowledgeable ones, mentioned the fact that it's only Slavia Prague. Well, that it is only Slavia Prague, but they're running away with their league. Not the strongest league in the world, but they're running away with it. They're unbeaten at home in a long time, albeit not a lot of good sides have gone there, but a few have, and they've been unbeaten. And we didn't, we didn't just go there and beat them. We tore them apart. We, we, had, we, 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 we won the first half by a mile, and we nicely managed the second half. It was lovely to see. So, no, um, I don't think Slavia Prague gave up at all, mate. I thought he was with credit where it's due. And we, as Arsenal fans, we don't do it often enough. Credit where it's due. We played very, very well. And that's what won us the game, not Slavia Prague being poor.
1: Really good question by Dean Hayton in the chat. Uh, what a difference Pepe made on the left. He does seem to play much, much better on the left. But do you think you pair well with Tierney uh, when he's back? Or oh, would you prefer Matt Ali? Trev?
0: Yeah, do you know what? I made a note of that to talk about in a bit, Fergus, because it's, um, it's 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 a problem for Arteta when they're all fit and coming into next season, especially when he's looking to build for a new campaign and get us off to hopefully a really good start. What is going to be his best side? He's got some massive decisions to make, hasn't he? You know, who is best, Martinelli or Pepe? We don't know. We really don't know. We really don't know. All we know is we've got two damn fine players on our hands you know does he play martinelli in the middle instead of lacquer although lacquer at the moment is is the cog that, that all the wheels work around don't you all these young lads work around lacquer it looks fantastic so not a question we can answer definitively that was a long word for me fergus wasn't it not a long not a question we can uh, answer definitively but a nice question to have to struggle with you know so uh yeah, I, I, I don't know what he'll do and where he'll play Pepe and where he'll play. It all depends who's here as well, doesn't it? And don't forget, we've got some loan players coming back in as well, who before they went away on loan, maybe weren't first choices. But who knows how they're going to come back, what kind of pre-season they're going to have. He's got some, it's got some really big choices a- to make.
1: If you're talking about Joe Willock, he's having a fantastic time up with Newcastle and it'll only be good for either if we cash in on him um, or if he comes back in, he can uh, probably cement a place in the squad at least. Um, just finishing up on Pepe, Nicolas Pepe has been directly involved in nine goals in his 10 starts in the Europa League, four goals and five assists. Dan, what did you make of his overall perf- performance? Um, I will add that I'm not a huge fan of his.
2: Yeah. Well, uh, on the contrary, Fergus, I am quite a big fan of his. I think um, the time he's taken to adapt is going to be a bit longer than we would have liked. And Arteta came out during the week after the game against uh, Slavia Prague and said, you know, that, that excuse is no longer valid with Pepe. The adaption period is over. Um, but I think this season, when he has played, I don't think he started as many games as maybe he would have liked. But when he has played, I think he's you know he's produced, whether whether it be goals, assists, or just making something happen with, with the directness of his play. Um I think it's good that he's, you know, becoming better at operating on the left-hand side as well. I think maybe last season he became a bit too predictable. You know, he likes to play on that right-hand side and cut in onto his left foot. And he became quite easy to defend in that way. But on the left, he can, you know, he seems like he's happy to go either way now. From, from what I've heard, he's been working on his, his right foot a little bit more. It sounds a bit mad for a professional footballer, doesn't it? But he's been working on that right foot a little bit more. So, yeah, I think he's been really good this season. Hopefully he can he can be a real driving force towards the back end of the season for us.
1: And Lacazette has had um, eighteen goals, uh, the 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 most prolific scorer in the Europa League uh, knockout stages for Arsenal. Um, He also was very, very obvious in how he took the knee in front of the Spartak Prague uh, Prague players, uh, not Spartak, uh, Slavia Prague uh, players. We know the whole story behind that, but it just did show. Not only uh, before the game started by doing that, but also the way he's been working with the youth players, and they seem to look up to him and respect him. What, what have you thought of his performances recently? Who
2: are you talking yeah, to? Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll go. I'll go. It's all right. Um, Yeah, I think I, I said I said on Thursday before the game that he's been a bit hot and cold, and I think that's still that's still kind of true. You know, there's games where he probably could do more, but I think in terms of his his overall play, the way he links. With other people around him and his leadership as well has really come to the fore. I just like to see him maybe a bit more consistent in front of goal, but yeah, I think yeah, over the past few weeks especially, he's been excellent.
1: Trev, what's your view on that?
0: Yeah, yeah it, from going straight to the point, I think is a better leader than Alba He does seem to have that connection with the players around him, which is what a leader should do. Just, just, just going back to Pepe for a second. I hope that Dan's right. I hope that Pepe's just maybe had the weight of the massive transfer fee hanging on his shoulders. He took a little bit of settling in and maybe took a bit longer than most and hopefully we'll see him kicking off and going. There's definitely a player in him. I mean, we talk about his right foot. He scored a couple of screamers with his right foot, hasn't he, for the Arsenal's. So he's it there. It's all there. It's just a case he's not been doing it. And I've been disappointed with him, massively disappointed, but hopefully he'll find his spot and he'll turn into a superstar for us. Lacazette as leader, I've got absolutely no problems with Lacazette as leader. Fergus, he, he's a better leader for me than Alba He seems to communicate better, and him taking the knee like he did, what a point to make it? Eh? Because he didn't make a no words were said. He's not said a word about it, has he? Really, but every single person on this planet got a message, knew exactly what he was doing. So, oh, good luck to him. You know, he, he he done it like a he done it like a captain and like a leader, didn't he? Went to the front, looked at the opposition, and made a point just what we
1: want to capture in the leader doing you know what it made me think of it made me think of like the the all blacks and the hacker. it was just like that sort of stance I, I know it's a completely different sport but it was just the 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 imagery and the way that they, they done it so arsenal have reached the semi-final of european competitions for the 10th time including the fair's cup which you probably remember trev um and getting into four um uh, <sighs> Getting into three of the four semi-finals uh, in the Europa League campaigns, um, guys. We're going to move on to the Fulham game. Uh, if we win this game, with the way the results have gone over the weekend, uh, we could be, uh, you know, only two points behind. Um, Don't care. That lot. Couldn't that lot. Could 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 Dan? Since 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 somebody else doesn't care, could Saint Tottenham's Day be back?
2: Uh, I think it will be. I mean, we were discussing this before we went live about, you know, where we might finish and what might happen. I mean, look if you look at the run yeah, of games just we've got... He picked his dummy up off the
1: floor after that, didn't he?
2: <laughs> I, I mean, if you look at the run that. of games we've got, we've got Fulham today, Everton next Friday. They're a place above us. That's a chance to jump up a spot. Then Newcastle, West Brom, Chelsea, Crystal Palace and Brighton. You look at those games and you think, apart from Chelsea, they're, they're probably all winnable. And, and the way Tottenham are and, and how inconsistent they are, I think there is a chance we could jump above them and, and have St. Tottenham's Day and, and finish seventh. So, yeah, I'm, I'm remaining positive. I know Trev is uh, not too bothered about it, but we'll
0: see. Uh, I'd love us to finish above them, Dan. Oh, but it's not that important to me. It's not that important. And we say about winning those games, uh, our whole, the, whole, the whole ethos of our season has got to change for us to win those six games because... We've not won six games in a row for about, well, since Emery went on his 20-game unbeaten run. So, you know, uh, it can change. I hope it changes, and I hope we finish above them. But If they finish ninth and we finish tenth, I couldn't give a toss. And that's saying St. Tottenham State, I ate it. I ate it nearly as much as I ate when they call them spuds. cause that's an insult to a spud. See, I like a spud. I like it done in, in the oven, crispy baked, you know, and, and, and nice and soft, or I like it. Crinkled cut and stuck in a frying pan, you know. So it's an insult to a spud calling them spuds. I don't care where we finish with top. Then what are they going to say? We finish one place above you. Yeah, okay. Shrug your shoulders, move on. And let's go on to the next season and win something. Or let's get to the end of this season and win something. Right. Um,
1: do you think you. we could? Do you think? Do you think we could finish seventh? And the consequences of finishing seventh. Um, would mean that we'd have to focus very, very much on that Europa League semi-final and, and subsequent final. Hopefully, Trev.
0: Yeah, it was. Um, it, it, it's it's funny the Europa League. I'm I'm so looking forward to playing against Emery. Is 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 a good. I'm going to drift to Emery a little bit. No, I'll do that in a minute. It's important that we do well in this Europa League. I think that the other chance we had. Arteta probably cost us through a bit of poor management when he put a weak side in the FA Cup, when he shouldn't have done. He put a weak side out against Southampton and we got turned over and he shouldn't have done that, in my opinion. It was, it was a winnable cup and we should have gone for that as well. So now we're left with the Europa League, fully focused on that. He will rest players for it. He will go full out for it. We know that. Unless you start, we turn it on. Man United in the final, you know, anything's possible if we beat Villarreal, so... But we have got a beat at Villarreal with a very good manager in Unai Emery. He, he has nothing but my admiration, that man. You know, I know he didn't go down well with some fans, but I thought the way he was treated by the fans and by the, the players was horrendous. And the way they let him down at the end of that season as he was in charge was inexcusable. inexcusable. So, he'll be ready for us. Emery will
1: be going for us. He, he will indeed. Uh, look, today we're going to be with David Luiz and Tierney because of their knee injuries. Aubameyang recovering recovering from malaria. Who needs um, Tierney? Oh, Who needs
0: Tierney? Who needs Tierney? We've got a great Xhaka. Sell Tierney. <laughs> Sell Tierney. Tierney's gone. He's in the past. Xhaka <laughs> is the future left back. Oh,
2: what is happening? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, I can't respond to that. Sell Tierney. Go on, I'll leave you to respond to that one. <laughs> what have you had in your coffee this morning, Trev?
0: Well, I've not had I'm still waiting for him to fetch me a coffee up now, aren't I? <laughs> but you see, the, the thing is about playing Jack had done all right about left left back didn't he? And you know I'm speaking tongue in cheek. But there is, <laughs> there is there is there is something to read into the into Jacques playing at left back while Tin is injured, and that is the fact that it removes him out of our midfield. It takes away that negativity from our midfield. It takes away the 180 degree turnaround and pass backward with passes. We've had Ceballos in there instead, right? And how much of a different team have we looked? How much of a different team have we looked with Ceballos playing with Party? I don't think we need Party in Xhaka. Xhaka does a great job at left back. He's an half decent player at left back. And moving him out of our midfield, I think, has made us look a better and a more free side. Don't forget what we've got playing in front of our midfield. You know, we've got the young lads and we've got Lacquer up front. If they're playing off of Ceballos with his little flicks and taps, I think it improves us. Yeah. Um so what are you
1: expecting lineup wise today then? I, I'm I am i am assuming on, on the back of that, Trev, that you're saying Shaq at left back. Chambers has a great shout to stay right back. Um And would you would, would you start with the same back four as we did Thursday night? Do you rotate and concentrate on um, the 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 cup run, or do we concentrate on the league where uh, Dan says we can possibly get the seventh? I, it's it's so difficult. Like, would you start Balogun? Would you would you bring on Willian rather than Saka? Trev, well, no. where are you thinking on on, uh, on no.
0: Fergus. To be honest, I'll play the same side as Thursday. I'll play exactly the same side. Look for a bit of continuity, especially in our back four. Get and together. Look for the continuity, which will only help us when we come to the next round of the of the Europa League if they've been playing together for a while. I, I, I Arteta does it every week, don't he? He'll make a change or two. He'll make a change or two that we're not expecting we're not seeing coming. He'll probably play William or something today. I don't know. But um no, I'd go with what we what, what worked well on Thursday. I think that team can get us to the end of the season in a positive manner. Obviously, we've got Odegaard to come back. But I, I, I think he sits on the bench for a bit when he comes back now because the others have done really well. But he is part of the rotation. But no, I'd stick with what we had, Fergus. But I know we won't because every week Arteta slings something into that we don't expect until.
1: Do you know what his starting 11 uh, would be, Dan? Uh, does, does
2: Arteta knows what, knows what his starting 11 is? Um, I think in terms of knowing his best starting eleven, probably not. I think he's still, you know, you look at positions like right back and you've now got three players, Bellerin, Cedric and Chambers all buying one position. I don't think he he knows who's best in that role at the moment. We've obviously been linked with a few right backs as well in the summer. So, you know, I think there's certain positions where he's still trying to work out who who is best for him. Uh, I think today we'll see a few changes as well, possibly at right back. I think Gabriel will come in at centre-back. Uh, and i think martinelli will come in as well uh, i'm not not sure who for but we'll wait and see and who would you have your center pairing would you have Marion holding as he said in the chat or
1: would you uh, use, well, well that's what i'd to... have
2: yeah i mean yeah i'd i'd have Marion holding every week at the moment i think they're the best best in terms of partnership in terms of what we've got at the moment uh, i do like gabriel don't get me wrong but i think he's still you know maybe in that adaptation period he did really well at the start of the season dropped off since then but yeah, I still think he's a good mm-hmm. centre back to have in there. Uh, but yeah, in terms of partnership, it, it's it's and holding for me.
0: Boys, while we're on the centre off, okay. don't move on, Fergus, because I'm gonna I want to ask you a question now, mate. What Ooh. so? What happens with Saliba? What happens when Saliba comes back at the end of this season? We, we're fully well, Does Lee- does Louise go?
1: Yes, I I I think there's an offer for Louise on the table. To have a, a year extension on his on his contract because of his leadership skills more than his playing ability and his aging. He's an aging footballer. He's picked up this injury, which is going to wipe him out till past the end of his contract. I think it's very unlikely that they'll offer him an extension when he's had such a such an injury. And it's perfect then to slot Saliba into that rotation, is my view.
2: Would you disagree, Dan? Um Ooh, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I was going to pose both of you the question of, do you think we need a new centre back in the summer? Because you know, I don't think we're necessarily very strong in that department. Uh, as for Saliba, I don't know. I, he's, he seems like he's doing quite well out on loan with uh, with Nice back in France. But is he still too raw? Is he still too young? I'm not sure. So I think look, the centre back position is going to be an interesting one this summer in terms of what we do business wise. And as yeah, Mike m- says,
0: Kevin, Mike, he, yeah, he yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: You got Mavrapanis, who's out there, and he's
1: doing really well in German, yeah. uh, in the German yeah. league. And the German yeah. league is closest that you'll get to the Premier League in comparison yeah. to Nice uh, and and the French league, because everyone has yeah. gone on, uh, on all the WhatsApp groups, all the Facebook groups, all the Twitter. Oh, um, Saliba this, Saliba that, Saliba the other. But he hasn't played real football. I, I, I'm sorry, it's a bit snobby of me, but I think the Premier League is um, is real football in comparison yeah. to like Scottish <laughs> or French league. Trev,
0: I feel a bit guilty because. Mike, Mike's right, I forgot all about Mavropanos and we, we spoke briefly about it, didn't we, a few podcasts ago in that, that in, in Wenger's last season uh, Wenger had to throw a very young Mavropanos into the team right at the end of the season and and the poor lad, he got sent off at Leicester when he shouldn't really, have got sent off, I was at that game, but again, the own game before um, or the away game before that, we played away at Man United, you know, and uh, we were heading up, and uh, the team news come out. We were in the pub, and it said Mavropanos is starting, and he was he was he playing alongside. I mean, he was playing alongside Chambers in the middle of play. the defence. Ch- Chambers of Mavropanos, and and we were all worried. We were thinking, oh my God! I will tell you what, Mavropanos that day, played like a true proper centre back. He was excellent, and he was doing all right at Leicester until he got bloody sent off, and then since then he seems to have fell off a bit, and. I hope he comes back stronger and we've got an even
1: bigger decision to make. And Big Steve in the chat uh, has got a chubby for the kids as always. Um, he's uh, looking at young Ballard is doing well. Sorry, Steve, we have to do it. And, and we're bringing a smile to your face in your hospital bed. So uh, Yeah, don't yeah, make um, him laugh don't too don't. much,
0: Fergus. He'll split his stitches. <laughs> That's true. We big Steve, down, Big God? Steve. You, you, down, you do down, it now sir. as well. <laughs> Where are you? Oh, he so Arsenal have he won he frozen the frozen last against? three
1: league meetings against Fulham: five, one, four, one, and three nil. Um, I don't know who's. My internet is not great at the minute. I think uh, Trev's has gone a little bit funny as well. Um, Mine's all right. What are we? What do we? Think? Okay, okay. No, I just mine just went a little <laughs> bit funny then. Uh, yeah. Blame, don't blame uh, so, me for your
0: weaknesses, son. <laughs> you know, every week you're trying to it, blame it on me. Don't be doing it. It's yours. It's my internet's fine.
1: It's called deflection. It's called deflection. Okay. Yeah. It's a, ta- it's a tactic I've used in in sales for many <laughs> many years. Um, <laughs> uh, what what are we thinking today? A convincing win against uh, an already um, relegated. I know that technically speaking they're not, uh, but a, a, an already relegated uh, Fulham uh, football club. Um, Dan, do you want to go on on what you're you're hoping performance wise oh, today? Just and...
2: a nice, easy, convincing win. Like a three a three nil, 4 four-nil, four one, three one, whatever. You know, I'm I'm not fussed, just say nice, nice and easy for us, I think. No, no injuries either would be nice, but we'll wait and see. And Trev,
1: early kickoffs after Europa uh, a Europa League football on eight o'clock on a Thursday, it was overseas. Why do we always get these early kickoffs straight after, like, you know, a European fixture away? It just seems well, do, well, does I the Premier there. League not actually look out for its own its the welfare of its own it, own teams?
0: It's a simple one to answer, Fergus. Television runs football; <laughs> they do as they're told by the television. The, they, the television say in the Premier League, "We're going to show Arsenal v um, Fulham as the early game." The Premier League uh, say that Arsenal played late on Thursday. Could we not move it till Sunday night? And the Premier and the and the Sky TV say, "Well, no, we'll we'll take your millions away if you do." So it's that simple, mate. We do as we're told. Brilliant. football don't run football anymore, mate. Advertising and t- and uh, TV runs football. You know, you know, you know. you started me off now, and I'll shut up before I carry on for the rest of the podcast. But that's the way it is. <laughs> we don't run around. Well, you got
1: you, you got four four more minutes before the team news comes out, so you can pad it all you like. <laughs> 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 um, well, uh, it, it's back. Uh, this could be back to back wins for the first time since January. Uh, you know. Um, uh, Like we said, uh, Trev, I don't think you even answered where you think we'll finish in the league. I know, I know, Dan did, uh, and said like, you know, we could possibly get seventh. You know, I would expect us to have a convincing win uh, today. I know that our expectations and our and the reality are two very different things that so far all this season. Uh, And I also think that. I think football's just a bit messed up with no fans and stuff like that. And I think, it, I think it's having a toll and an effect on performances of all yeah. sides, not just Arsenal. Um, wh- where do you see the season panning out then?
0: If if Thursday's Arsenal turn up today and for the rest of the season, we'll, we'll finish top six because then teams above us will be flip-flopping about and, and we'll sneak in. Um, if, if we just play as we have been average, we're about five points off seventh, I think. And we Dan, We spoke about it before the show, didn't we, mate? Yeah, I
2: think yeah. think we're about,
0: we're at five points off seventh. So there's no reason why we can't finish the seventh Europa Conference League. It'll be then unless, unless we win, or we win the Europa, then we go in the Champions League next year. Are we ready for Champions League? Do we want Champions League? Do we want to play anyone see PSG v Bayern Munich the other night? My God, what a game of football that was. The, are we up? You know, the, are we anywhere near that level yet? You know, there's loads going no, on. We're not. I'll be, I'll no. be happy. I, I want to win the Europa League, though, so we'd have to go in the Champions League. That's how it is.
1: And and then going back onto the Arteta sort of um, story. If Arteta, in his first season or half season, wins the FA Cup, in his first complete season, uh, takes a very average Arsenal all the way to Gdańsk and lifts the Europa League. Is he a success? You know, what about all these people who are Arteta out, Dan? Mm. Surely, people have got to change their view a little. And I can understand—I really can understand both arguments for, like, you know, Arteta in, Arteta out, and so on. And I do get the rationale behind some people uh, and their views either way. So,
2: yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, to win two trophies in in a season and a half, I think you would have to class him as a success. But then. You look at it and think, well, he's won one-off games in a way, if that makes sense. You know, he's, he's prepared for one-off games and one-off ties and he's done well in those, but where's the consistency? And we need that cons- consistency if we're going to do well in the league. So I think that would be a concern. And I think the people that are Arteta out, I'm not one of them, uh, just to make clear, but I think the people that are Arteta out would, would be pointing that out to people and saying, well, you know, there's no consistency with his sides. Hmm. But- no.
0: Look, on, let, let me put Let me put a different perspective on it Right we, 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 We've we got seven games left We win three, draw one, lose three Which is how we've been going all season really We're up and down, up and down, up and down So we finish, I don't know, let's say we finish in 11th place In the league, whatever Right, so people are going to say Oh that's the lowest place finish we've had in Donkey's years, Arteta out Arteta out The decline continues and the decline has continued if we finish there, right, when you look at our league form. But you can't just look at the league form, right? There's there's other things to look at. We, we can't say we've been in decline for the last few years now because it's longer than a few years. Yeah. You know, it's probably 10 years or more, you know? And every year at the start of the season, we're full of hope. We buy one or two players. We're full of hope. We're full of hope. We're full of hope. Full of hope. And, and it, we fall flat on our faces recently. But over the last three or four years, Emery and coming in, coming into Arteta now, what's Arteta done differently this season? What has has happened differently? I'll tell you what's happened differently. It's not just about league position and results this season. We said he needed longer because he'd inherited a team of, of cliques, of squads within squads, of groups within groups. And he's he has, he has definitely made massive inroads into putting that right. Okay. The ones that we thought were the protagonists have been have been have got rid of. Kalazanac, Mustafi, Ozil have gone. They're the ones we were worried about. The youngsters that we hoped, the youngsters that we hoped would be good enough to take us forward, i.e. Nelson, Willock, Michael Niles, Eddie, are not getting a look in. Whereas before that, we were having to play them because it was what we had. And the youngsters that have now come behind Maitland Maitland Knives and Nelson and that, Saka ESR and Odegaard, although we signed Odegaard in for a year, still a youngster, are showing us what we hoped to expect from the previous lot. So they have taken us forward. And so we, we are massively, massively changing our outlook. This summer is massive for us. Because we we're like I think we're like two-thirds of the way there. This summer, we bring two or three in, we take two or three out, and then we'll just go next season. So, league position isn't everything. League position is disappointing. I can understand people being disappointed. I don't mind people being upset with Arteta as long as they're not too abusive. But you've got to look at the bigger picture. And the bigger picture for me, personally, is okay at the minute. It's okay. I can see change. I can see change. And that's what we wanted. Right, you, started
2: yeah. Trev, you off now. You've had it, first. Trev. Trev, and, just and, quickly. And, and, and... God, sorry, just, just quickly, on, Trev. You said go on, go on, that you think this summer we need a few, a few players in. What, what do you think we need in terms of in, in what positions?
0: I, I think for me, key for me, if we see because we could lose Sabios and we could lose Udgaard, I want to see some midfield come in. Mm. I want to see, I want to see two midfield players that can play around party. Most definitely. I wouldn't even mind under the rights. Oh, my God. I've just seen the team. I wouldn't even mind under the right yeah, circumstances <laughs> bringing, bringing Torreira in. I wouldn't mind if he could settle here, Dan, and find mm. his feet and, and, and make it feel like home. I wouldn't mind seeing Terrera alongside Party because Torreira's got all the flicks that Ceballos has. Mm. You know, it's like midfield for me now, mate. But then you see, Dan, who knows, mate? <clears throat> who would – at the end of last season if i'd have said to you we wouldn't be, we had we would have a center forward that last season was the best in the country and this season couldn't score for toffee you'd have laughed at me wouldn't you you would laughed yeah. at me so you yeah. don't know what's going to happen you you, mm-hmm. you can plan and plan and plan and plan but there's always something that comes back and bites you you know yeah.
1: Maybe we'll just sign Grealish and Haaland and just have to settle for that, you know. So, you know, what you know.
0: Grealish should do. I've talked about. Can you changes- imagine Grealish alongside Farty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I think I think that would be perfect, but I don't think we I don't think we're shopping. in... Uh, look, listen, with the Europa League and 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 get into Champions League, then we've got the money and we've got the, the 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 draw that we could probably attract a player like that. But as it stands at the moment, the the squad of players we've got, are, you asked about how would we get on the Champions League? I think we'd be uh, if we qualified. Third in in a group stage and drop back into Europa League, we'd be doing well. I I, I just think we'd get chewed up and spat out with the quality mm. of our of our and depth of our squad. Uh, there has been yeah. some changes in the squad.
0: Uh, Leno has Can been benched. Um, don't, don't Arteta bite us. look at this team. Bloody hell! Yeah. Just, Anyone it, says just to me really they could have picked that team, he's a liar.
1: Well, we, we, we came along and said about the holding and um Mari p- pairing, and we didn't think holding and Gabby really worked. And hey, uh, hang on, what
2: did I, I say? I said, I said Bella in at right back, Gabrielle and Marcelli to come in. I, I mean, didn't get Ryan and El Neni, but. No, not bad.
0: Yeah, all right. All right. Calm <laughs> not down. Bad, calm not down. too bad. Not too bad. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay, yeah. Jesus Christ. He, he, give, somebody
1: give him another stronger coffee, will you? Because he's obviously got out of the bed <laughs> the wrong side. But <laughs> so we've got Ryan in goal. We've got Bellerin on right back, holding a Gabriel in centre half. Shaka looks like he's playing left back again, which uh, uh, every time you've said it, uh, um, Trev, I can't disagree with you. He can't look back. He can only look forward and he can't, you know, cock it up that much. Yeah. Well, he could, but um, against the quality that we're, we're playing against in Fulham, uh, in theory he shouldn't uh, cock it up. Subbias and El Nenny in the centre of the par- park, and then we got Sarkis, Smith Martin Martinelli, and Lacazette on the bench. We've got Eddie rather than Balogun. I would have liked to see Balogun on the bench, especially since he signed that contract. And I, I, I just want to get to see. I, I just want to get to see him play. So I can make an opinion rather than listen to everybody saying, "Oh, well, how wonderful he is, and he should sign the contract and everything." Else. Let's see him play. Let's let let's make a you know an educated uh, view view on him. Um, uh, also, Aubameyang has uh, made a, a statement in the match day program, and he said he hasn't been feeling himself for the last few weeks. Um, uh, he is on the mend, and when he comes back, he will give his all. Uh, good luck to him. Uh, Dan, line up. You got half of it right.
2: Um, are you pleased with that? Worried about it? Is that what um, you expected? I mean, when when you said El and Ceballos, I heard Trev say, "Yeah, not bad, but for, for me, not. It's not. It's not up to the standard we need, is it? I mean, El Nenny for me should be nowhere near this squad. I, I, people praise him for for his energy and his work rate, but. it's it's just running around like a headless chicken at times, you know, I don't pass sideways and backwards too much for me. So I think, yeah, alongside Sabios is a bit of a concern for me, but rest of it. Yeah. Fairly happy with.
0: Boys, when when do we play again? Friday. When do we play again? Friday.
2: Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Friday. Yeah. Friday (laughs)
0: night. And then we play the following Thursday, don't we? The Europa. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I can't work out why he's resting players so soon. The one the one that disappoints, I, I agree with you, Dan, about about the midfield, but I can also understand why he's resting party. Party's been a little bit fragile, so, I, you know, I can understand that. Um, I'm just glad we've got El Elneny in there instead of Xhaka, because I think Xhaka's our best option at left back. The one that surprises me and that I can't get my head around is, is our mate Pepe. We spoke about him already, but... You know, I, I reckon he's a confidence player, me, Pepe. You know, you can tell by the way he is and the way he runs with the ball at his feet. Mm-hmm. He's a confidence player. And, and having him in and out, in and out, in and out, isn't going to do his confidence much good. And I'd have liked mm-hmm. to see him start today. But, you know, what did we somebody say just now about players to bite that? Where are we weak? Midfield, you know? I'm happy with that back four, although we've made two changes. I'm happy with... With the front, with the front, well, the front four, the front five, however you want to play them, the two in midfield. And when you look at that list up there, the two in midfield immediately jump out as you'd be in the weaker spot, don't they? And not even Sobias. Sobias playing in front of El Nenny is okay with his touches. Can El Neni do a, the same job as Party? Let's hope so. Um,
1: we got twenty-five people in the live chat at the minute. I know it's not huge numbers, but we do enjoy you joining in in the chat and talking to us uh, and having your view. And um, how well, I even commented on on um, the colonel's um, the colonel's outfit last Thursday was was a, an ingenious uh, comment, and we do love your humour. Um, do, do spread the word. Do spread the I'm news. I've not forgotten for
0: that. I've not forgotten that, Heath. I'm cutting you off now, first. angry face, Heath. I'm not happy with you, son. I'm not happy with you. But but what I have got to do, lads, now is because I'm, you know, I I I need next time we play on a Thursday. I, I want that Dicky Bo out of respect to a friend of ours and and our respect to some other people. But I want a Dicky Bo and we won 4-0. You know, so you know what to expect next time we play on a Thursday, boys. It's back. The colonel returns. <laughs> <laughs> and and it was the first time you got your
1: score prediction right as well.
0: Yeah, first time this year I never had a pound on Fornia with a bookie as well. It was gutted, slammed me pen down.
1: <laughs> we we also need the pink. We think the pink goatee back as well. That needs to come oh, back.
0: Well, I've <laughs> cut my beard off now, and I so I'm done for.
1: <laughs> well, you could still you can still dye it uh, pink, couldn't you?
0: No, I think I'll leave that. I'll leave it.
1: Move on, move on. Move on. Right. Listen, um, that's it for today's show. Thank you, as always, for joining in. Um, The only thing we need to do is go around and get score predictions. You don't have a bow tie. Are you going 4-0 or are you changing your view on scores, Trev?
0: Bloody right, I'm going (laughs) 4-0. And I've had two quid on 4-0 today. We should listen, right? And As Dan just mentioned, right, we, we should beat Fulham and we should beat Fulham comfortably, you know. And the only reason, the way we won't beat Fulham is if we do what we've been doing in the past and we beat ourselves, you know. We beat ourselves and we've, we have stopped to a certain extent beating ourselves, Fergus, because I honestly think that Arteta, well, we haven't got Leno today, so it's all changed, but Arteta took Leno to one side, I reckon, earlier in the season and said, you know, think about it. Think about it. Think about what you're passing out from the back. I want you to play from the back, but do it when it suits us. It looks like Fergus it looks like Fergus is having a go at me. Why is Fergus having a go at me? What's he th- what, 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 no, what no, I'm not having a go at you. Look at look look Trolls. Look what Trules are saying down the bottom. Five nil to oh truly's five. when we make Trolls. He has to go me. one up on me, does not he? It could happen, though. Troush, you better have a pound on that now, son, because if it comes in, you'll be gutted like I was Thursday. Couldn't believe it. 33 to well, 1. He'll have, cried.
1: he'll have crones, in it, not pounds, because he's in, in Norway. So we they don't have pounds over there, Trev. I know you're not very
0: well-travelled. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what what is the currency in Norway? Norwegian? What's, what's the, what's the currency crone, in Norway? Coronas. coronas? Is it? Trolls, please put a comment on telling me he's wrong. Please put a comment on telling me he's wrong, (laughs) Trolls. (laughs) Yeah, so there's no reason why we shouldn't be following, is it? Absolutely
2: not. No. Dan, score prediction? Uh, 3 1, Lacazette hat trick.
0: 3 1. Lacazette hat trick. That too. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit of a shocker, Dan. Just just got uh, feeling oh.
1: right. i, I... <laughs> just got a feeling uh, the uh, the only th- the only thing i would say about this game it marks a, a milestone for scott parker the fuller manager it's his 100th match in all competitions so he will be up for it a little bit i would have thought a good manager um a good man manager uh, overall and i think he will probably move on to bigger and better things uh, at a later stage i'm going to go for a 3 3-0 uh, um <laughs> And if you
0: are a ton we are are the are we are
1: Yeah, so I'm going for a three-nil, knock knock. That was from Pepe signed. Oh man, I you want those. That scared
0: the out of me.
2: I'm going to be seeing that face I'll in the nightmares. Honestly, <laughs> horrible. I will
0: tell you what, Fergus, I didn't, I didn't realize the council did haircuts, son. Oh Jesus!
1: Me, <laughs> 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 hey, I'm I, I, your beard oh. trim. The whole lot done proper on, on 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 Thursday. Thank you very much. You're just jealous because I've yeah. actually got a bit of a thatch on top. You don't. I oh, know I've got nothing. Guys,
0: look, look at that shine. <laughs> look at that shine. Oh, yeah,
1: I'm glad you don't have one of these lights in front of you. <laughs> uh, uh,
0: I've um, had to change um, my bank, camera today. I've not finished yet. Shut up a minute. I've I've had to change my camera <laughs> today because I mean this they've got a skylight in this office and the other camera it was shining off me and it was awful. It was like I had a big dome, like I was a saint. And a dome above me like it was a saint, which is about right, really. <laughs> oh yeah, not that one though. Not that one. <laughs> Say bloody Tottenham play. What a load of old Tosh. What a load of old Tosh. You brought it up.
1: You mentioned the so I had to I bring the same done there. So there we go. I know I
0: did.
1: Right. Listen, listen, we are going to go because I want to watch the game and everything else. Uh, Dan, thank you as always uh, for joining us. You're on the Gooner fanzine. Tell people, because I do want to save the Gooner, get your Gooner, tell people all about the Gooner, how they can get it and uh, what it's all
2: about. Yeah, so we're uh, we're trying to save the Guna for a generation, not just a season. Um we've we've started up our uh, renewable automatic subscriptions. Uh, you can get get those at the online com. head over to the shop section. Uh 30 pounds a season. So money, money well spent. We've got brilliant team writers, myself, uh, Charles Watts, uh, Harry Simeu, uh, Nick Nick and Melina Birch, some brilliant writers on there. So uh, so make sure you come and come and subscribe and save the Guna for a generation, not just a season.
0: Dan, yeah, and Dan, if Nick is watching uh, Got, how close to you are that, Dan? Son, how close to you are making making it safe now, mate? Are you getting there uh, or do you need I lots more help? Couldn't,
2: I couldn't tell you. I will find out so uh, I can tell you on the ne- next time I'm on. But uh, I think I think all is going well. Good. Good. Glad to
0: Good. hear it. I how just got subs- to say hello you know to Tim. Is- I hope you're well. Sorry.
1: Uh, 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 Do you know how many subscribers it actually needs, Dan, to survive? Because I know it has to have a certain Uh, print run, doesn't it? Yeah, a thousand. It was on the print version.
2: Yeah, uh, a thousand to make it work. A thousand subscribers.
0: Yeah. I'm. um, I'm going to write write myself a little blog, a little piece this week, Dan. I'll ping it to you, son, and you can use it for your next input to the fanzine. it'll be superb.
1: So so, lovely stuff, Trev. Yeah. Um, Listen, guys, my my internet is uh, creaking again for some reason. Uh, Sky, sort yourselves out. This is getting absolutely ridiculous week in, week out. I never used to have any problems, but uh, they'll put it all down to lockdown and working from home and all that rubbish. Um, Dan, thank you very much for joining. Trevor, uh, thanks again for joining as always. Um, Enjoy the game, guys. Only one last thing to say, up the arse
0: up the Arsenal come on you've been listening to Guns and Yellow Ribbons an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans follow us on Facebook at Guns and Yellow Ribbons and Twitter at Guns and Ribbons and remember to rate and review us too